Hello, and welcome to the CFI Pro Courses Weekly Podcast, where you'll find great information and tools to help you with your CFI training. This week's podcast will cover the Fundamentals of Instruction, Task C. The use of this podcast will ensure that you are mastering the rote level of learning, which will assist you in advancing your knowledge to a better understanding of the material. Let's get started. Area of Operation 1 the Fundamentals of Instruction, Task C, The Teaching Process. Start off by defining teaching. Teaching is to instruct or train someone or the profession of someone who teaches. The Essential Teaching Skills is the acronym PAMS, P-A-M-S. P, People Skills, A. Assessment Skills, M. Management Skills, S. Subject Matter Expertise. Next, talk about a lesson plan in the essential parts. Use the acronym O-E-E-I-S-C. O. Objective. E. Elements. E. Equipment. I. Instructor's Actions. S. Student's Actions. C. Completion Standards Course of Training In education, a course of training is a complete series of studies leading to an attainment of a specific goal. Examples would be a private pilot course, a commercial pilot course, or a flight instructor course. Curriculum This is a set of courses in an area of specialization offered by an educational institution, such as pro-pilot training programs or four-year degree programs. Syllabus. A syllabus is a summary or outline of a course of study that generally contains a description of each lesson, including objectives and completion standards. Training course outline. The content of a particular course usually found within a curriculum, normally contains a statement of objectives, a description of the teaching aids, definitions of assessment criteria, and indication of desired outcomes. Preparation of a lesson. When preparing for a lesson, a determination of objectives and standards is necessary before any important instruction can be presented. Determine the lesson objectives. There are two broad types of lesson objectives, performance-based and decision-based. Performance-based objectives are essential in defining exactly what needs to be done and how it is to be done during each lesson. The decision-based objective allows for a more dynamic training environment and are ideally suited for scenario-type training. Let's look a little bit closer at performance-based objectives. When creating a performance-based objective, have a description of the skill or behavior. This will help explain the desired outcome of the instruction. It may be defined as a knowledge, a skill, or an attitude. Next, think about the conditions. This is necessary to specifically explain the rules under which the skill or behavior is demonstrated. Finally, think about the criteria. 
These are the standards that measure the accomplishment of the objective. Next is decision-based objectives. These are designed specifically to develop pilot judgment and ADM skills. They're often used with traditional task and maneuver training within a given scenario. Lesson plans. A lesson plan, when properly used, must contain a wide selection of material and the elimination of unimportant details. It should also ensure due consideration is given to each part of the lesson. A lesson plan will aid the instructor in presenting efficiently. It provides an outline of the teaching procedure to be used and relates the lesson to the objective. It can also provide inexperienced instructors with confidence. Lastly, it helps promote uniformity of instruction. A well-planned lesson has certain characteristics. Unity, content, scope, practicality, flexibility, and relates to the course of training. The lesson plan should always contain the four basic steps of the teaching process. Preparation, presentation, application, and review. Organization of material. Introduction. Introductions always contain AMO, A-M-O. A is for attention. This is an applicable story, joke, or video to capture student attention. M is for motivation. This will offer students specific reasons why the lesson is important. O is for overview. Clear, concise presentation of objectives to be covered during the lesson. After the introduction is development. There are different ways to develop the content of the lesson. The first one is past to present, and this is suitable when history is important, such as GPS development over the years. The next is simple to complex. Less information at first is more easily observed, like airspace. Known to unknown uses existing knowledge to learn new lesson. For instance, teaching rectangular course to the traffic pattern. And finally, most frequently used to least frequently used. This is great when teaching the most basic common first. For instance, what should you teach first? GPS or VOR. The last in the organization of material is the conclusion. The conclusion retraces the important elements of the lesson and relates them to the objectives. Training delivery methods. The method is chosen by the nature of the subject material. The acronym LGEWCDD. Lecture. Guided discussion. E-learning, computer-assisted learning, cooperative or group learning, demonstration performance method, and drill and practice. The lecture method is mainly used for introducing new concepts, summarizing new ideas, showing relationship between theory and practice, and re-emphasizing main points of a lesson. There are several types of lectures. Acronym. I-B-FIT, I-B-F-I-T, 
I. Illustrated talk. This is where the speaker uses visual aids to help convey the message. B. Briefing. Speaker provides short, concise facts. F. Formal. Speaker's purpose is to inform, persuade, or entertain. I. Informal. Speaker includes student participation in a relaxed atmosphere. T. Teaching lecture. Allows active participation by the students. Advantages of lectures. Lectures are a convenient way to instruct large groups. They help to supplement other teaching devices and methods. The instructor can present many ideas in a relatively short time. And they are most economical in regards to time required to present the material. Disadvantages of lectures. Lectures are not effective for learning large amounts of information in a short period of time. They do not easily allow an instructor to estimate student understanding of the material covered. And the lecture provides no accurate means of checking student progress. Preparing the teaching lecture. Establish the objectives and the desired outcomes. Research the subject. Organize your material, then plan for productive classroom activities. Suitable language. Use simple words, no vulgarisms. Define any technical terms and use specific rather than general words. Types of delivery. Reading from a manuscript. Reciting from memory. Speaking extemporaneously from an outline. Speaking impromptu without preparation. The preferred method of these four are speaking extemporaneously from an outline. This is the same as you would do in the check ride by using your lesson plan. Use of notes. An instructor who is thoroughly prepared or who has made the presentation before can usually speak effectively without notes. However, Notes used wisely can help to ensure accuracy. Notes can also help keep the lecture on track. Make no effort to hide them from the student. Guided Discussion Method The Guided Discussion Method helps to draw out what a student knows by the skillful use of questions. It is introduced in the same manner as the lecture, introduction, discussion, and conclusion. Introduction contains the standard AMO, which is Attention, Motivation, and Overview. The discussion portion is composed of lead-off questions. The conclusion summarizes the material covered. In the guided discussion method, the instructor participates only as necessary to keep the group focused on the subject. When asking questions in the guided discussion method, there are characteristics of an effective question. The acronym is Hicks Railroad, H-I-C-S-R-R. H has a specific purpose. I is clear in meaning. C contains a single idea. S stimulates thought. R requires definite answers. And R relates to previously covered information. Electronic or e-learning. Any type of education that involves an electronic component, 
such as the internet, a network, a standalone computer, video conferencing, websites, flight simulators, or email in its delivery is considered e-learning. Advantages of e-learning Time flexible, cost competitive, learner-centered, easily updated, accessible anytime and anywhere. Disadvantages of e-learning the lack of peer interaction and personal feedback. Difficult for the instructor to control. Difficulty in finding good programs for certain subject areas. Expense of the equipment. And instructors and students may lack the sufficient experience with personal computers to take full advantage of the software. Computer Assisted Learning Method. This is holistically PC based. Students can progress at a rate comfortable to them by using this method. Includes flight simulators, flight training devices, and aviation training devices. Students can use test prep study guides and take practice tests to help prepare for knowledge test. Cooperative or group learning method. This method organizes students into small groups who can work together to maximize their own and each other's learning. Research indicates that those who participate in the cooperative or group learning method will have higher test scores, higher self-esteem, improved social skills, and a greater comprehension of the subject they are studying. Demonstration Performance Method the demonstration performance method is used almost extensively in flight training, but can be used in the classroom to demonstrate certain areas such as performance charts, weight and balance data, and navigation and cross-country flight planning. Follow these steps in order when using the demonstration performance method. Explanation done by the instructor. Demonstration done by the instructor. Student performs, instructor supervises, and evaluation, which is performed by the instructor. And remember, this is not an assessment and critique. Some important points about the demonstration performance method. The student's performance is their application of the instructor's presented material. They will never be better than the information presented by the instructor. The student may be asked to explain newly learned material in the classroom, or the student may be asked to perform a newly learned maneuver in flight. Early on in the lesson, a student's performance can often be interrupted by the instructor in order to correct errors early in training. Early corrections by the instructor are important in order for the student to develop good habits. A student's good habits ensure correct performance. Bad habits are hard to break. Drill and practice method. With the drill and practice method, connections are strengthened with practice. Problem-based learning. Problem-based learning presents real-life problems which force the student to reach real-world solution. This is the backbone of the new Airman Certification Standards. It helps to promote ADM and problem-solving skills. Scenario-based training is a form of problem-based learning. There are three types of problem-based learning. Scenario-based, 
case study, and collaborative problem solving. A good scenario will have certain characteristics, acronym IWDSS. I, it is not a test. W, will not have one right answer. D, does not offer an obvious answer. S, should not promote errors. And S, should promote situational awareness and opportunities for decision making. Instructional aids and training technologies. Instructional aids support, supplement, and reinforce what is being taught. Good instructional aids can help solve language barrier issues. Instructional aids and training technologies have a specific guideline for effective use. The acronym is CGOS. C G O S. C clearly establishes the lesson objective. S select the ideas to be supported with the instructional aids. Instructional aids are best used during long segments of technical description when a complex point is difficult to put into words, when instructors are forming visual images, and when the students are puzzled by a verbal description. Types of instructional aids, whiteboard, supplemental print material, enhanced training materials, projected material, video, computer-assisted learning, models, mock-ups, and cutaways. This concludes the podcast presentation on Area of Operation 1, Task C, The Teaching Process.